welcome to this week's episode of Do You Still Like Me? A podcast for the unhinged fuck you motherfucker, I will kill you. <laughs> By can the you, unhinged, my name is Jace. S- <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I can't. Oh my god. My name is Ree. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Bloody hell, Sorry. It's, always the, I, it's always the way with you, isn't it? There's always got to be someone directly outside your window doing some shit. I don't know if anyone's picked up on this because I am very, very uh, subtle with it, but I get quite angry with noises. Mm, um, they do. They do. They get real mad. I'm really good at covering it up. I think no one's even noticed on this podcast. Never. No way. <laughs> but at least no one's mowing their lawn. How you been? Uh, I'm good. I'm good now. Um, you know, last week I was a little bit, uh, little, little under the weather, but I'm doing better this week. Uh, work is really busy. Um, I, I am changing jobs again next week. Yes. Stop. Yes. Ah, ah, ah. Sorry. I'm not, not you. The cat. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. Don't change your job. Don't talk about yourself. <laughs> No, I'm sorry. Shami was um, climbing up on the um, soundproofing stuff that I've got up and uh. I could just sense disaster. Okay, sorry. Changing jobs. So, so we've had a car interruption. We've had a cat interruption. Um, yes, changing jobs technically. Um, I'm changing kind of back to my old job, but also not. It's a bit confusing. Um, basically I'll be switching back to the customer service slash sales team, but I'll be taking a lot of my duties with me. And then some of them will be staying with the IT team. Basically, Mm. um, the managers looked at the role and, you know, what was happening. And they were like, it doesn't make sense that you're here and you're doing these things. You should be here and doing these things. Mm. So, yeah. Wow. So So who would have thought the stress that came with your job, feeling under pressure, overwhelmed, <laughs> possibly was because you weren't doing the right job. <laughs> possibly, yeah. <laughs> possibly. Well, that's good. Hopefully yeah, that'll no. change, um, be a good positive change for you. Fingers crossed. I'm excited. I really like the people that I'm going to be working with. So that's cool. Um, I just need to get through. We're recording this on a Thursday this week. I just need to get through tomorrow and then Monday we're drawing everything up. So um Unless I get fired tomorrow, touch wood. You, you, it would be really fucking funny if now that I've said that I get fired. Oh my tomorrow. god! But don't. anyway, <laughs> but anyway, touch wood. Um, yeah. So after tomorrow, um, yeah, I'll be working with some pretty cool people. Um, and some of the stress will be alleviated, which is nice because as Fuck we yeah. know, a long running a long running theme of any um any recording with me is uh, me bitching about work. I just don't think I'm made for a nine to five. No, you're not. I really honestly don't think that I'm made for a nine to five. But unfortunately, um, due to society, <laughs> um, I kind of have to do one. So any, anything that anything that can be done to make that a bit easier on me, uh, I am all for. <laughs> Speaking of Monday... On Monday, Mally, my eldest, starts high school. Oh my god, that's this Monday? This coming Monday. By the time you hear no this, no fucking way. When I release the pod, <gasps> uh, they will be at high school. 
on their first day of oh high my god school. everyone say good luck Mally holy shit that's insane they um um <laughs> they tried their school uniform on today just mm-hmm. picked it up from the school it looks so cute oh my god oh my god and they were like <laughs> oh, I don't want to try it on until you've cut the tags off because they're very sensitive about sensory things yes like tags and stuff yeah so i was like please yes. you ha- please try it on with the tag on just so that i know it fits yep. because i could see yep. cutting the tag off trying it on and then oh no it doesn't fit and, and then, then what am i gonna do yeah and then you need so, to take it back and they won't accept it because you've cut the tags exactly. off exactly so they tried oh the gosh. the uniform on they mm-hmm. loved it took the uniform off i cut the tags off they put it straight back on yep. again and they've just been chilling Aww. in their bedroom <laughs> wearing Aww. their school uniform. Aww. I was like, you have to take it off to eat. I don't want this white, crisp button-up shirt Ooh. to get yeah. anything on it. So Yeah. And also we could only yeah. afford one set of uniforms because we're not fucking rich. Yeah. School uniforms are crazy expensive. I don't understand. I mean, private schools – Whatever. Eh. You're paying a lot of money to go to a private school. They've got all these rules and stuff. You've got to have like yeah. these. If you if you have the dough for uniforms, a private school, but... you'll be fine with the uniforms. But public, why are public school uniforms so expensive? I remember even back in the day when you and I were going to school together. Like mm-hmm. I, I think I had two shirts and one pair of shorts and that was yep. it. Same. That was it. And... And any time I went up a size or whatever, mum would be tearing her hair out at the fact that oh, she yeah. would have to go and get more. Yeah, so would mine. And that's what makes – one thing that I want to make sure that I do is never, ever out loud say, oh, my God, you've grown. Now we have to buy another uniform because I don't want to put that yeah. on my children. Yeah, it's not their <laughs> fault. It's not their yeah, fault. Yeah, it's not their fault. It's not, you know, our fault for being poor. It's <laughs> – it's just, it is what it is, but there's no, some Jace, things you don't have to say. it's your fault for being poor. It's your fault for being poor, Jace. Well, I'm poor because I'm disabled. And I'm disabled <laughs> because of society and society. Trauma. So, <laughs> actually, this it's this, ableist this, this, to expect this me to... This is the society to... episode. <laughs> as, if it, as if every episode isn't the society episode. Oh, God. We're just, we're just constantly mad here. Here on DYSLM, we are mad. Yes, al- always. And in all kinds of ways, mad as in nuts, mad as in angry, all kinds. Mad as in fucking sick. Fuck yeah. (laughs) I remember in, this is fucked. In high school, I remember, okay, I want to say I wasn't that big in high school. I wasn't fat. No, no. I was told that I was fat by... Hmm. We were mother. we were we were both a lot smaller in high school oh, but yeah. we both thought we were massive. Yeah. And something um, that didn't help other yeah. than because of our other than yeah. Other than Gabby being like take these meal replacement shakes, take these weight loss pills that make you leak oil and embarrass you. Yum yum go to butt the oil. <laughs> go to the gym. I called it go a to jill. The jill. Go to the jill. <laughs> Here on DYSL. That's a mixture of gym uh, and jail. <laughs> Also, we don't uh, we don't gen- we don't like the male gendered terms, so it's not a gym, <laughs> it's a Jill. Uh, no, the personal trainer and stuff. Other than all of that, yeah. it was yeah. buying school uniforms was a big thing because the uniforms that our high school had, Mitchell High School mm. in Blacktown, yes. shout out. Eh. Eh. Uh, <laughs> 
I'm, I'm, it's hot. I'm losing it. Yeah. The uniforms at Mitchell were ordered from overseas. And so. Were they? Yeah. Which, I mean, happens a lot. I didn't but know that. Like. Oh. This is what the uniform ladies told me personally. They said that the place that they ordered them from always thought that their measurements for uh, sizing was off. So they always sized the uniforms down. Because the sizing oh in the different God. countries was off, like different. <gasps> so oh I was always having to have like size 18 to 20 uniforms, which is fine for yeah. people. Like that's fine. Yeah. But they weren't totally size fine. 18 to 20. I wasn't a size 18 to 20 at the time. And I was. No, that would have been closer to like a 14 or something. Yeah, I was like, would you say I was like a 14? I was about a 14. In high school, yeah, like a four, like a fourteen, maybe maybe a small sixteen. Yeah, when I started like, getting my hips, you, I was, yeah, getting... you were like just on the verge of plus size, mm-hmm. and I was maybe a size or two smaller than yeah. you. You were like for a me, 12, for me, 14. the height, yeah, for me, the height was a thing that added to it because I am very tall. Um, so so does the holy shit does that mean i was actually yeah i reckon that I'm added a so lot upset now yeah i'm so upset now yeah because i had to have which again i thought i was there's nothing massive. wrong with being a size 20 but again i was not a size 20 i was wearing a size yeah. 20 made to feel like i was an inconvenience because they had to order yes like yeah. bigger size and then go back and um oh my god and get them made <laughs> which oh my god Made so we were we were fat. being we were being gaslit into thinking we were fat by the uniform lady. Yes, yes. Thank you. Wow. That that's where it wow. all began. <laughs> I'm so fucking upset. Yeah. That it, that is this. Wow. That fucked me up. So I have the uniform ladies to thank for my eating disorder. <laughs> I'm going to be marching right back there. Thanks, Beryl and Gladys, the uh, uniform shop lady. <laughs> that's not their real names. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That. Mm. That's fucked. Yeah. That's actually fucked. Primary school was a lot better uniform-wise for me. We went to high school in Blacktown, which is like mm-hmm. a step above Duneside where I lived and went to primary school. Like yeah. half a step, maybe. In terms, of, in terms of places in the western suburbs, yeah. Blacktown gets a really bad rap, but I think that's because it's one of the better known names. Yeah, exactly. Um, the, part of, the part of Blacktown where we lived and went to school actually wasn't super rough. Like it was rough. It was oh, yeah. definitely rough. I was definitely hanging out in parks behind school, like smoking and doing other various illegal things. And I was when definitely I was, like, harassed 14. as a child by strangers in the street. Oh, but, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. But harassed, it was pretty assaulted, all sorts of bullshit. Lots um, of fun. But comparatively, it... comparatively. Yeah, where I lived not, and grew up, not a was... super bad area. Yeah, yeah, where you lived was a little bit worse. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah it still gets a bad. Mm. When I went to schoolies, <laughs> my schoolies was not um, not a fun party time schoolies. Me and two of my friends mm. went to Foster and we stayed in a caravan park at Foster Tunkari uh, on the mm. on the coast. <laughs> and that's that's fucking grandma schoolies. Yeah, like <laughs> I was seventeen. We would get yeah. some alcohol and we took it onto the beach to have a little drink, but I didn't really drink that much at the time. Mm. And yeah. we went to the bowls club for dinner, the Tunkari Bowls Club. Oh. <laughs> when we signed into the bowls club, we had to put where we were from. Oh, and no. the person looked over 
where the person at the bowls club working looked over, saw that I'd written Blacktown and turned to the other person working and went, uh-oh, they're from Blacktown, better hide the knives. <laughs> no! And all three of us that were staying there, one was the ducks of the school. All three of us were in High Achievers. Mm. We were the nerds. Mm. And we got and you went to for being fucking like... foster ton curry <laughs> for schoolies. You went to a caravan park and you had dinner at the bowls yes. club. Yeah. So you've essentially always been a, a bit of a little old lady, which I can yeah. respect that. I can get behind that. And I appreciate that. I've always kind of said that I'm an 80 year old man. Yeah. From, I think from the time I was 14, I've been saying I was an 80 year old man. Yes, you have. It checks out. I, I've been around since not long after that. I can confirm this. <laughs> yeah. You've, you've I had a creamy had, soda. You've always had granny energy. At the Bowls Club. Which I, um, yeah. <laughs> a creaming soda. Oh, my God. And we made our own food in the cabin. Like, we were making um, hamburgers from scratch and all that kind of stuff and cooking them. And then when we left, we went to the um, – there was a single dad and his son staying next door. And we went over Ooh. and we were like, hey, we got so much food left – not not in a sexy way. Uh, we were like, hey, we got so much food left over. We don't want it to go to waste. Do you guys want it? And they were so appreciative. And we were like, these three teenagers, 17 and 18-year-olds – coming over to this guy's house being like here's all this food we didn't eat and then it was just such an old person thing to do that's so sweet that is so sweet but I really I wouldn't have had that any other way I don't think I would have done well at an actual schoolies event on the Gold Coast or anything like that I I didn't do schoolies because as as we've talked about before I'm a big old dropout um Mm -hmm. so by the time that my like year group was doing schoolies I'd already been out of school for two years like drinking and doing <laughs> drugs and doing other stuff. Well, the novelty like, had worn off for you at that like, point. Yeah, exactly. I was like, oh, who fucking get-? And they I, they didn't even invite me. They didn't even invite uh. me anyway. I was like, oh, well, fuck yes. Like, I'm pretty sure, sh- I think they went to the Gold Coast and I could have easily stayed with my family. So I didn't have to necessarily like go with them and stay with them. It just would have been nice to be invited. Getting out all my my teenage rage here. You get invited <laughs> to fucking schoolies even though I was out of school for two years. Fuck you guys. Um, but <laughs> I feel like I feel like schoolies at the Gold Coast would be the worst fucking thing in the world. Like, it sounds yeah. horrific to me. Yeah. So I just stayed in Sydney and drank with all of my, like, 25-year-old friends, which probably not great. Uh, but, you know, um, I made a lot of stupid decisions at 18. Uh, at 29, I make maybe, I'm going to say, 30% less. So growth. Good. I don't think I've ever had many friends my own age. I had, I'm always gone younger or older. Yeah, me too. Me too. I, yeah, I don't have anyone that's like really spot on my age. I did in mm. school, but ever since I've been out of school, it's always been people that are either a couple of years younger or a couple of years older. Um, like my, like my, my kind of like local best friend, Atoyne, she's like two or three years younger than me. Um, but we, Mm -hmm. you know, we're extremely similar. We get along like a house on fire. And my theory is the reason why, and I don't know if this is true for you, but this is definitely something that rings true for me. I think the reason that I've always gotten along with people who are much older or a bit younger than me is being forced to grow up at a very young age, because it means that simultaneously I had to learn to be a lot more mature for my age than I actually was. So I got along better with older people. 
And now that I'm a bit older, I'm in a bit of a state of arrested development. Um, you know, great TV show. Um, I'm face. I'm stuck in the banana state. Not a great basically. state to be in. Yeah, great state to be in. <laughs> um, but yeah, basically, like I, Mister Manager. I I look at myself and I look at how my brain works, and I'm like, this is not the brain of a neurotypical 30 year old. Like I don't feel 30. Mm-hmm. So I get along really well with people that are around, I'm going to say around the age of like 25. I reckon I've got about a five yeah. year lag. So once I've hit my mid thirties, I'll properly start to feel like, you know, Oh, maybe I'm 30 now. But at the moment I feel, I feel like something from like 23 to 25 years old. And that's like the age that I get along really well with. And I'll be hanging out with people at the pub and we'll be just be like chatting and stuff. And they'll mention something about, you know, um, school or like, you know, oh, they were this old when they did something. And I'm like, wait, how old are you? And they'll be like, oh, I'm 24. And I'm like, you're a fucking baby. Oh my mm-hmm. God. And we, we I, have definitely discussed this before. I worry that I'm like, am I a creep? Mm-hmm. Am I? I don't know. I think at this point, now that we're all, in our like, you know, mid twenties and onwards, it's like, it's fine. If I was someone my age, like befriending 18 year olds, then I might be a bit concerned, but like, you know, mid twenties onwards, it's like, eh, whatever, we're all fucked up. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's how it works for me. I don't know. How do you feel about yeah. yourself? It's the same for me that I yeah. think it's the trauma. It's the possible autism. It's, you know, the, the brain, Mm. makeup it's just it's different it is yeah I also assume that everyone is my age oh me too but I also don't know how old I am it's like yeah I can I can tell you if I think about it but if anyone was to say to me how old are you I'd be like uh fuck I feel like I'm in my 20s yeah possibly yeah I feel like I've got more responsibility than I should have yeah, we're recording this on the 3rd of February, so it is now officially less than three months till my birthday. It's like... Yay. So <laughs> I've... <laughs> uh, it's two months until mine. Yeah, having having some feelings about that, about turning 30. Um, but at the same time, part of me is just like... It's, it's just another birthday, really. Mm. And... Like, I don't know how people are going to react to it. Because, like, it, COVID willing, I want to have a big thing. Because, like, past couple of years, I didn't really, really get to have a birthday. And me being me, I am, <laughs> I need to be the center of attention. We know this. Um, and yep. for my 30th especially, it's like, oh, my God, I feel like I should do something massive. But I also know that, one, I'm going to leave the planning to the last minute so it won't be as good as I want it to be. And two... I'm gonna I'm gonna get to that day and I'm just gonna feel completely empty. Like I'm not I'm not yeah, even gonna I'm not, I'm not even gonna anything. like feel like it's my birthday. I'm just gonna be like, oh it's a day, whatever. COVID has robbed me of actually being excited for my birthday. All of your friends will be at the pub and they'll be like, Where the fuck is Ree? Where is Ree? And then you'll be at home on the couch birthday. with a beer and your phone going through TikTok and they'll be like, What is Ree's fucking party? And they're not even here. <laughs> I've just got Criminal Minds on the TV. <laughs> My birthday present to myself is getting to stare at Spencer Reed for three hours straight and then passing out. <laughs> That's just what you do every day. Oh my God. Speaking of passing out, 
Speaking of passing out, Ooh. I did. I did want to talk about this actually. Um, Segway. Segway. And also uh, watching Criminal Minds. Um, I um n- not for not permanently, but I am currently on a like a temporary course of sleeping medication. Mm-hmm. Um, which has been very interesting. Um, I've I've documented my struggles with sleep, um, a lot. Uh, on the pod, online. Uh, it's been yep. basically a lifelong problem for me and for a good chunk of my family. Wendy has it. Yep. Shane has it really bad. Um, when I was ill recently, um, I did bring this up to uh, my doctor. I was like, look, I, my my sleep has gotten even worse. It has gotten even worse than usual. Poor Jace had to put up with me. There was a <laughs> period of time there where it was... I think it was more than 24 hours. It was something like 36 to 48 hours, no sleep. I mm-hmm. was delirious. I Last week I mentioned that I had a, a date with a girl. I went on this date with this girl on no sleep. I was running on zero sleep. Poor thing. <laughs> I managed to pull it together um, at the end there because after I had some food and a few beers, I started to feel a bit more normal. And I think it might have just been my body being like, put carbs in me. Please put carbs mm. in me. If you're not going to sleep, at least put carbs in me. So I was fine. But um, yeah, so I, I went to I went to my doctor and I'm like, look, my insomnia is the worst it has ever been. I am currently going 24-hour periods without sleeping um, and I've had a couple one after the other now. It's really bad. I'm really worried about it. Um, so they put me on like a, like, um, like, you know, like a temporary course of sleeping meds. Basically, they don't want to put me on anything permanent. Um, because again, with my insomnia being how it is, if they put me on like a permanent course, I could become dependent and then I might not be mm-hmm. able to ever sleep without them. And we don't want that either. Um, so I'm on like a temporary course that I meant to like, you know, start and then wean myself off. Um, this shit is wild. <laughs> like this shit is bananas. B a n a n a s. Yes, yes. Um, That's what Gwen I... Stefani actually sang about. Oh yeah, she was. You she was not being able to sleeping sleep. about fucking what's what's the name? What's the name on the box? Uh, do, dox, doxylamine. Doxylamine suck. <laughs> dox, what? Do, dox, doxylamine. Doc. Doxyla- doc- <laughs> Doxylamine succinate. <laughs> it's got. I didn't. I didn't see that before. It's got suck on it. Um. We are talk about age regression. We are twelve years old. Yeah. <laughs> Do, <coughs> Do, doxylamine succinate. Um. Anyway. Um. Which I think is like, I don't know if it's the same thing, but it's kind of like, like Benadryl or NyQuil mm. or yeah, something. Yeah, it's antihistamine. Yeah, it's an, anti, it's an antihistamine yeah. that just knocks you the fuck out. Um, I have been having crazy dreams, but I wake up and I'm so drowsy, I can't fucking remember them. And it is killing me. Because I know that the dreams would make for really good pod content. <laughs> like, I shit you not. I thought I had gone back in time to, like, the Whoa. weekend. And I was hanging out with the person that I hung out on the weekend. And I was back at their house. 
and Whoa. we were talking about something completely different and like I, I felt completely lucid I felt completely fucking lucid I thought it was real I thought it was 100% real um it took me so long to like properly wake up today like when we finish recording I'm gonna take it and go straight to bed because I feel like the earlier I take it the better um yeah. otherwise just I'm wrecked for the next day and poor, poor Chase I'm just sitting there texting you being like dude this shit <laughs> Oh, war fucking! It went from you being like, "I can't sleep. I think I'm going to die." Yeah. to you being like, "I was literally I just like, I think I'm going to hours. die." Yeah, I sl- Yeah, <laughs> I thought I was gonna die, and yeah, I was and there I like, for like, yeah, I was there trying to be like, "Okay, let's get through this." Call the doctor. Do you need me to do it? Can you do it? Or can I, or do you want me, do you want me to do it? Yeah. Me, you, who, who has needed to call the doctor for themselves for mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. months now mm-hmm. and wouldn't do it was straight up like, do you need me to do it? Cause I'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. You were walking, <laughs> you, were walk, you were walking me through my own medical emergency because I was yeah. at the point where I was like, I haven't slept in three days and I think I'm going to die. Jace, Jace, I think, should I go to the hospital? Jace, do I have to, what do I do? And you're like, just calm down. And like, you walked me through it and yeah, I ended up getting the, the meds. Um, and yeah. And then I'm just, just knocked me the fuck out. I'm like texting you being like, shit it's fucking insane hey hey do you think do you think i should watch criminal minds while i'm on this medication (laughs) um i did i i did hallucinate a little bit um i've been seeing some real fun shadows around my room um but honestly i think it speaks to the fact that my insomnia can be as bad as it is that um that doesn't put me off at all like next day drowsiness, mm. you know, seeing stuff, having fucked up dreams. That does not perturb me at all. Am I going to sleep? I'll fucking do it. I will do it. Yeah. I do not care if it's weird sleep um, as long as it is like sleep, sleep, because I just need it to be alive. Can, <laughs> can I read you out just a couple of like a select few of the messages? Yes. That we okay. <laughs> yes. Please do. So first up is a selfie of Ree looking like they died 12 years ago and just got dragged out of like a lake or something. They're walking in a park that was on their walk to go to their appointment Yeah. to get the yep. meds. Yeah. I don't know how I'm alive. And then talking about how, what they've given you. And then what if the pills don't work? I'm scared. And then I'm like, if they don't, then they don't. And you and your GP can explore something else, but they might. And then what time was it? (laughs) (laughs) One o'clock on Monday, that was. And then nine o'clock on Tuesday night. Guess who passed the hell out? Exclamation, 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 exclamation. (laughs) This shit works. I'm still drowsy. With a Z. Drowsy. (laughs) Z. (laughs) I didn't realize that that was incorrect. (laughs) And then I'm like... Fuck yeah. And then you said, probably going to nap again later, but I deserve it. And I said, yes, you, you do. do. And then you said, <laughs> anyway, it doesn't matter. The rest of it doesn't matter. The point is you were like, I'm The rest die. of it, do- wait, what was I, was I talking about something I said I didn't want to talk about on the pod? 
Uh, yes, pretty much. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, and then, so you were like, I'm going to die. What if this doesn't yeah. work? And I'm like this for the rest of my life. And then. What if I die? <laughs> the next day, like 24 hours later, you're like, this is the best. I'm going to have another nap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I slept yeah. so, I slept so much. I was so relieved. I cannot I even. Can... <laughs> explain I can... to you how relieved I, can imagine. I was. I can imagine. Because I was properly freaking out at you. Like I was like, this motherfucker's gonna walk into traffic. I'm like, this I is... was that close. I was that close. I, could feel I don't it. even I don't even know how I made it out of the house. I don't know. Like I was shaking. I was shaking. I was sweating. Um it mm-hmm. got to the point where I was so sleep deprived that I was like hyper awake. Like mm-hmm. my brain was buzzing. Every inch of my skin was buzzing. Like it felt like I had like a million little buds right under my skin. Ugh. Actually, no. My skin felt like TV static. That's the best way to describe uh-huh. it. I felt like TV static. Fizzy. I felt fizzy and my brain felt fizzy. And then I had mm-hmm. I had half, half a pill, Jace. Half yeah. a pill. Knocked me the fuck out. Just knocked me out. And then the next day, I every step I took, I felt like I was floating for like a solid mm-hmm. few hours after I woke up. Um, it was crazy it was absolutely crazy um anyway how many of these do i have left um uh i have uh 18 of these left (laughs) um i don't know if i'm i'm probably not gonna take one every night but yeah um, try to just yeah it's just to regulate you yeah, it's gonna be pretty. It's gonna be pretty interesting. Um, so hopefully, hopefully, I'll have some some good dream fodder if I can remember it. Um, I have been having the same recurring style dreams for the past week. Mm-hmm. I have them a lot. I don't think I've talked about this kind of dream on the pod before. Okay, it's the dream where you're staying somewhere or living somewhere, and you have to pack it all up. Because you have to get out of there and yeah. you run out of time or you run out of space or whatever. And it's just, it's a whole dream of me being like, all right, got to get all this stuff. It's fucked because it's it's a cleaning dream. It's cleaning. I hate, I fucking oh, hate cleaning. Oh, you're kidding me. And it's like, I have to go through and make sure that I've got all the stuff and everything fits in the bags. And sometimes the things don't fit in the bags or I don't have enough bags or there's not enough room in the car. And then I have to decide what to leave behind or I'm trying to get it all, but I can't get it all. And I'm going to run out of time or it's oh, either God. sometimes I'm staying in an apartment and I have to vacate the apartment at the checkout time, but I've mm. got so much stuff in there it's like I've lived in it and it's everything and I have to try and get it all out and I don't have enough room I don't have enough time and it's just me freaking out for the entirety of the dream that I'm not and then sometimes I've got people waiting on me and they're like hurry up you're not being fast enough it's just the most anxiety inducing shit and I have it a lot like on and on maybe like once a month or so but this week I have had it every single time I have slept I have had this dream or some kind of dream. It's not always the same apartment. Actually, it's never the same place. It's not always the same situation. I think one of the times Paul Rudd was there for some reason, trying to make me hurry up. <laughs> and yeah, it's just fucked. I hate. Those I mean, I wouldn't. So I wouldn't complain if Paul Rudd was in my dreams. I would not complain at all. 
The thing is, so, I didn't, yeah. I couldn't even enjoy it because I was so stressed that I couldn't pack everything up in time. That's really upsetting. If Paul Rudd was in my dream, I would want to enjoy that. Like, yeah, yeah, now you see why stressful yeah. is for me. That, that definitely sounds like some sort of like stress dream or anxiety dream. Yeah. It's not fun. Yeah. No, it's not fun. It's not fun at all. Because it's the kind of shit that would happen in real life. I have been thinking about trying lucid dreaming, like on purpose, on purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, mainly for the fact that most of my dreams suck. And whenever I have a really fun dream, um, which is usually about like banging someone I have a crush on, I always <laughs> wake up right before the good bit. I always wake up oh. right before the good bit, Jace. Damn. Always right before the good bit. It fucking sucks. I think I've only had like maybe two or three sex dreams in my entire life where sex has actually happened. And Mm. I'm upset about it. And I want to be more in control of my dreams. And like just kind of like my sleep Mm. situation in general. You don't like not being able to control it. And you don't like having no say over what's happening. And you don't like the fact that when you're asleep, stuff happens around you and you can't do anything about it. So you yeah, want to yeah. learn to lucid dream so that yeah. you can control it. <laughs> so I can control it. Yeah. I've, yeah. I've started with controlling when I sleep now. Now I've got got these little fuckers in control when I sleep. <laughs> <laughs> the next frontier is controlling my dreams. <laughs> I'm going to control my dreams. Do you ever try and prove that it's a dream while you're dreaming? Like, for example, sometimes I will have a dream where I meet someone famous and I'm like, this isn't real. This is a dream. Okay. And they're like, no, no, this is really happening. And I'm like, oh, really? Well, let me just take a picture on my phone then. And then we take a selfie and I'm like, when I wake up, there's not going to be a picture on that phone because this is a dream. And then I wake up and I look at my phone and I'm like, fucking knew it. You're way better at lucid dreaming than me. That's lucid dreaming, Jace. I can't mean it. I don't mean to That's do it, That's lucid though. dreaming. That's when you're in the dream and you know it's a dream. It just happens. So next time that happens, what you need to do is you need to try and control something about the dream. I have lucid dreamed once. Once in my about? life. Um, and I when, when I realized that I was lucid dreaming, the first thing I did, I, I was having a dream about being at work where I worked at the time and I had a big crush on one of my coworkers. So the first thing I did in my lucid dream, I was like, oi, come here, come here, make out with me. And it worked. And I was like, yes, I'm lucid dreaming. I'm controlling the dream. Wow. Um, I just, but I are you controlling the dream that. or is the dream making you think you're controlling the dream and the dream is don't, controlling you? Don't, don't, don't. Sorry, just putting Don't it out put there. Don't put those ideas in my head. I might not wake Sorry. up tomorrow. <laughs> I'll get oh stuck. Oh my God, then it would be my fault. Would I still release a pod if you died overnight? I'll get stuck in my own brain matrix. <laughs> should I still release the pod? You should still. <laughs> Please, re- if I die, release the pod like nothing happened. <laughs> and release then I'm the gaslighting like everyone. Because <laughs> everyone be like, hey, it's pod time. Oh, by the way, uh, Ree's dead. <laughs> I'll gain access to your socials and tweet from your socials, like just retweeting the the pod. You have to, pod day. You have to try and you have to try and tweet <laughs> like me though. Like okay. people will, um, people okay. will know what's up if you tweet like you. You have to tweet like me. Particularly fucked in this episode of the pod. <laughs> 
Um, I say some really fucked shit. Who do I want to fuck? Um, and then you'll be like, follow up. I don't know. I don't know why Pete Davidson gets so much hate. He's really fuckable. Davidson isn't who I'm obsessed with right now, though. You've got to keep up. You've got to keep up with the boy obsessions. There's a new one every two weeks. <laughs> I didn't want to say who it was because I don't want you to be like, oh. No, you're allowed know. to You're allowed to say that one. Uh, Danny Fandom. His name isn't... <laughs> <laughs> That's not his actual name. His, his name is... Um, I, I have a new crush. Fandom. I have a new crush, everyone. His name is Austin Mr. Knight. He's... Shut up. That's his Twitter name. <laughs> His name is Austin Knight. He's the lead singer of a band called Waterparks that I've become utterly obsessed with in the past couple weeks. Um, and I, they're like, they're very much kind of like in the pop punk vein. A lot of their fan base is people in their teens and early 20s. We need D-Mag um, to weigh in on this. I'm sorry. I don't know. I know. We need D-Mag to weigh in. Um, but again, and I, I think I'm just letting myself unabashedly be excited about this fun, sparkly music um, because Good. yeah, I, I'm having some of those like arrested development feelings. It's just like, I never really let myself be silly. Like I, I, I tried to like have a really like serious, cool music taste, like really early in like my, my like late teens and early twenties that like, mm-hmm. like I never had a, I have so many friends that had like a one direction phase. I never mm. had that. I never had. This is my One Direction phase. I'm going through my One Direction phase now, except it's with this band. This is what we talked about before. Mm. All of my friends are either really old or really young. Yeah. Sorry to my really old friends for calling you really old. <laughs> um, but I, because I never got, I never did the One Direction thing. Yeah. Because I was too old at the time. And I have a bunch mm. of friends who did have a One Direction phase because they were the right age, like 18, 19 or something. Yeah, yeah. See, um, I would have been right at the right age for like a One Direction phase or like a like a Five Seconds of Summer phase. Oh my god! I, I never had that. I never had Me that, either. and I was like right in the the age um, demographic there. I'll tell you what I did have. What I had a dream that I was on a boat. Yeah, and with One Direction. Yes. Did I already tell you about that? No. <laughs> I was making a joke. No, okay. genuinely. It was a big yacht and I was on uh-huh. this boat. I don't know why, but I was just walking around and then Liam from One Direction ran up to me, said, mm-hmm. I need your help. Please, can you hold this for me? And I was like, yeah. what? And I put my hand out and he slaps a fistful of sha- sopping wet shaved leg ham into my hand. And he's like, I really, I need you to look after this, please. And then he ran. And I was just staying there on this boat, holding this fistful of, of, of meat, thinking, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> and that was it. That was, you, the, you that's got a the extent of, of my Liam's experience meat. with One Direction. <laughs> Don't say You're, that. You got a fistful of Liam's meat. <laughs> From what I've heard, he's the worst one. So I don't really want... He is the worst one. He is the worst one. I don't know very much. All I know is that um, Harry hate him. Harry good. Uh, Liam mm. bad. Zane Nile. Eh. Nile people. Nile. Like. Nile's a dork. Yeah, that's. He seems like a cutie, and Louis is largely unforgettable. Like forgettable. I was gonna He's say I forgot like... there was another one. 
Yeah, sorry. right? Okay, all our One Direction fan listeners are going to come at us now for this. I'm sorry. No, I good. I want them to educate me. I need we to missed, learn, okay? We, like, I'm, at, you know, I'm taking my, my 30s to really understand being a teenage girl because I never really <laughs> yeah, got to yeah. understand being a teenage girl the first time around because of too much trauma. I was forced mm-hmm. to grow up really quickly. So I'm taking this time now to be a teenage girl. Um, so if anyone wants to help guide me through a One Direction phase, mm-hmm. I would really appreciate that because I feel like I was robbed of one. I feel like Harry's good. People like Harry. Harry is they good. Like Niall, I like his solo like... stuff. I haven't heard any of it. It's good. It's good. I, I, mean, I like guys... I like him as a concept Ooh. because I don't really know him beyond just a concept. So he wears cool clothes and he's nice. Um, like that's the thing. Like all of I've the other that. guys. All of the other guys, from what I've seen, they haven't really, like, carved out their, their niche. They're their all just niche, kind of, like, yeah. generic pop guys now, whereas, like, he's really gone with, like, a concept and aesthetic and, like, yeah. a bit more of a stylized musical output. Um, See, Harry seems like he would be your, your type if you were a yeah. One Direction. Oh, yeah, Harry. Yeah. Yeah. 100% Harry. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. I would pick the one that the least people liked and then go for that one. So I don't want to say that I would be a Liam fan because... Maybe Niall uh, then. Maybe. You'd be a I don't know. Girl. Someone tell me who the least popular one and the least universally uh, good-looking one is, and that's the one that I would pick because that's what I we always We need the do. One Direction girlies to weigh in. Um, yeah. I think that's um, very important. I think we're, we're going to have to put the call out when we post this episode. Please educate yeah. us, uh, two people in their 30s, <laughs> on One Direction. <laughs> I just had an idea. Okay. We should get someone who is a One Direction fan on the pod as a guest and we should interview them about One Direction and they can tell us all about them and about like okay, the, cool. all the dramas yes, and stuff we're doing that happened. That. We're doing that. I... So if you want to be on the pod. If you want to be on the pod. <laughs> but you <laughs> yeah. have to have been a really big directioner. Like huge, We huge want, if you know everything, everything about it. Mm. then we want to talk to you. Tell us about it. We want to know the drama. I know that there was like Little Mix drama. I like Little Mix. Yeah. I know there was like a lot of drama with them. Yeah. I know, yeah, people, yeah, I want to know. We we want to talk to you. Yeah, yeah. Because like I, I spent my teenage years like trying to, I was just like, oh, but I'm really cool. Okay, like I listen mm. to Nine Inch Nails. Um, I don't listen to pop music. Um, well, like we keep touching on this topic over and over and over and over. It's just like, feeling like you need to grow up too fast feeling like you need to be a certain like type of person and like a certain mm-hmm. type of cool yeah um big time. in reality i'm just a big dork yeah like i'm just a big dork and nothing i like is cool i'm it's true i'm extremely cringe and i'm going to be embracing my cringe this year that's it and the first thing i'm doing with embracing my cringe is becoming a massive water park direction <laughs> yeah yeah directional <laughs> yeah i'm gonna get into a few I'm going to get into water parks. I'm going to get into One Direction. I'm going to get into Five Seconds of Summer. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> I'm going I'm like, to finally actually listen to Fallout Boy because I've never... Even though I was a big teen emo, um, I was never hugely into Fallout Boy. I was yeah. always like, oh, they're too pop for me. They're, like, oh, they're, they're too pop for me. I'm going to go you listen... Know- I'm going to go listen to it from first to last and like wear so much eyeliner. Um, you know why yeah. I never listened to Fall Out Boy? Mm. Is because I didn't, I wasn't drawn to their album covers. 
That's mm. how I found all my bands was I would go into record stores. Well, we had and some pretty good album covers. But yeah, the I early remember, like, ones the were pretty boring. one with yeah. like the moon and shit on it. But by that point, I yeah. was like, meh. Um, I would go into record stores and just browse the alternative section and the punk yeah. section. And then whatever ca- catches your eye. Yeah, I would like, just buy it. Like I, wouldn't even, appealing, you're gonna... I wouldn't even listen. I would just mm. buy it. And then I'd listen to it later. Sometimes it worked out. Sometimes it didn't. Um, but that's how I bought all my albums. And that's how I discovered all my bands that I liked. And then yeah. when I became obsessed with one band that I found just from an album cover, I would really become obsessed and I would research everything about them. And then I would find out who they were influenced by, who they were friends by, who they were friends with, who they were touring with in America or wherever. And then that from. just like branches out your music Yeah, taste. that's how I found everything. And so wow. if you're – that's how I found out um, – that's how I got into All American Rejects was because I looked and I was like, that's a really cool album, cover, looking oh, yeah. cover, and I got it. And I think, yeah, I'm a very visual – I've always been a very visual person. So yeah. it, uh, that's how – oh, no, that's how I buy books as well. <laughs> oh, no, I just – you've just witnessed a realisation. <laughs> I go into yeah. a shop and I go, wow, this bu- this book looks like it's going to be good because it's got a really good cover. Sometimes mm. I'll read the blurb and put it down. Sometimes I won't even read the blurb. I'll just buy the book or, you know, acquire the book somehow. What and What is a good book cover for you? Because you and I – this is this is one area in which – I think it's probably the area that we differ the most is our taste in books. Our taste in books are, like, massively yeah. opposite ends of the yeah. spectrum. So what is, like, an appealing book cover for you? I like – Nice colors. I love mm-hmm. a good font. Mm-hmm. I love a book with a good font. I I yeah. shy away from books with realistic illustrations on the cover or f- with uh, photos on the cover. So I don't read a lot yeah. of fantasy because that's what a lot of fantasy covers are. I just don't I, like I don't read a lot of fantasy, no. I don't. I don't. I read a lot I, of YA yeah. because I didn't yeah. read YA when I was a kid. Yeah. I didn't start reading YA until I was 20. Oh, my God. Nine. We're all about reclaiming lost youth right now. Exactly. I read a lot of YA. Not exclusively, but majority of Mm. it is young adult fiction and contemporary young adult fiction. Yeah. And that's what I like to write as well. So that helps with that as well. Yeah. Whereas I read a lot of memoirs and a lot of like Mm -hmm. contemporary literary fiction with a lot of like darker themes. Um... Yeah, a lot of lot of like unhinged women like killing oh, their yeah, husbands I like that genre. and shit. That's good. <laughs> I like uh, a lot, lot of mystery. Of, I like uh, a yeah, mystery. yeah, and yeah, a lot of memoirs, a lot of essays, and a lot of people talking about like just fucked up shit. For me, for me, I like. Um, I don't necessarily read books as an escape. I feel like that's probably one of the areas in which we differ. Cause like you read a lot of like YA fiction. Mm-hmm. I read a lot of stuff that I'm going to find like heavily relatable to my current and like past experience. So just a lot of people with mental illness, a lot of gay people. I read um, a lot of that as well. I, yeah. Yeah. But like, like the the way that it's, the way that it's like the stories are told very differently and very different styles. The these are the books that I've read so far this year. Yeah, you'll be the death of me by Karen M. McManus. I love mm-hmm. her books because okay, this is going to sound unhinged. I love I I will buy every book that she releases because the covers are all so consistent. There, she's the one that did um yeah, 
one of us is lying and like all those kinds of ones. I'll show you a quick picture of one of the of the cover of You'll Be the Death of Me. But they're white oh, background yeah, that looks cute, yeah. with, with a color. It's just the title really big. And then like an image, like a black image of like a silhouette. And yeah. usually the pages are colored. So different colored, like, you know, the, um, when the outside of the pages are colored, like gilded, not, not mm. gold though. Yeah. And yeah. they, the color of the pages matches the color of the font on the front and they yeah. all line up so good and look so nice on my bookshelf. And I will buy every single one that she releases because I fucking love how the covers look and they're all the same and stuff, which is, I know. Okay. Don't. Um, no, consistency is good. I can understand wanting to have like an aesthetically pleasing bookshelf yeah. and have everything just kind of like, but, like flow nicely. Yeah. I, get I don't that. even have I get them that. all together. They're not even the same. Like, they're not even next to each other on the shelf. Jay. <laughs> they're, they're all stacked up in like order of when I've read them. Right. If you saw right. my room, it's really hard to get to my books because I don't have a lot of shelf space. I've got, okay. I have a lot of shelves. I don't have a lot of shelf space. <laughs> They're mm. all full of books. Books is one of the things that I collect. Um, yes, you have have a lot. So you have like the most books I've ever seen another person have. Yeah, maybe one day I'll clean up my house and take pictures and do like a post about with all the books because I have a lot of books and it's hard yeah. to get to the ones on the bottom and organize them because they're all stacked mm, and stuff. So that's yeah. like load bearing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, second one I read was called The Marriage Code by Brooke Burrows. Uh-huh. And it wasn't good. Oh, it was mm. good. It was okay. It was like a little romancy one. Yeah. Um, which isn't usually my, my thing, but it was all right. And then I read Girl Transcending, Becoming the Woman I Was Born to Be by AJ Clementine. It's, uh, AJ Clementine's a I know AJ. Yeah. AJ's yeah. Cool. She released a book. That's actually, uh, Mally's book, but I borrowed mm. it because I wanted to read it. Mm. Um, which was really good for a, um, like a teenager, like a if you're in your your late teens, that's a good book for learning about yourself if you're trans or learning about trans people and stuff. Yeah. So that was good from that. And then I read The Boy from the Mish by Gary Lonesborough, which is an Indigenous book about two uh, Aboriginal boys who fall in love, which is very cute. Aww. And then Heartstopper Volume 4. I Everyone knows that I love the Heartstopper books by Alice Osman. And then So Do You Want to Talk, so you want to talk About Race? And then I read this book called Slingshot, which sucked. I bought it because the cover was really cute and then the story was fucked. Uh, so, yeah, I did not like these, that. I gave it a, are, I gave it a are, one star. Are these all the – have you read all of these this year? Uh, yes, and I've still got a few more to read This out year to that we are only just over a month into. Yes. Don't worry. I won't, I won't read anything for like five months again <laughs> from now on. Oh one time – do you remember when I read over 100 books in a year? Yeah. Yeah, that was fucked. It, it's not because I want to either. It's because I had to. It's like yeah. I, in my brain was like, okay, you finished one. Read another one. Read mm-hmm. another one or you'll die. And I'm yeah. like, oh, fuck. Uh, and then I read Unbound, My Story of Liberation and the Birth of the Me Too Movement by Tarana Burke, which is also very good. And then I read a couple of comic books, uh, Daredevil and Bullseye and stuff like that. Uh, and then Serendipity, a uh, compilation, which is really good because I fucking love a trope. So this is just like all the common tropes, like, you know, um, coffee shop AU, uh, enemies yeah. to lovers, secret dating, that kind of thing. Do Every story is by em- different author. Eminemonies. Em- 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 I do love a good enemies. 
I do love a good enemies to lovers. Oh my god, me too. That's probably my favorite. And then I read yeah. uh, Angie Kent's book, uh, memoir, which was for a separate project that I didn't, you know, I read it because I had to pretty much. And then I finally finished Eggshell Skull by Brie Lee, which is which was oh, extremely triggering. I read that book when it came out. I listen. Mm. I got an arc of that book before it came out from the publisher. You got a what? An advanced reader's copy, an arc. Oh. I started it. It took me until this year to actually read it. That's a heavy book. That's a heavy book. Yeah. That, that's that why I had to keep kind of thing stopping. is more on like this, the side of the spectrum of stuff that I would usually read. So, yeah, it's pretty, yeah. I commend you for it getting through that one. Yeah, it's really it good. It was relatable. Yeah. It was sad. Devastating. It was both uplifting and, yeah, uplifting and devastating. Mm-hmm. And that's what it took me. When when did that come out? 2018 or something? Yeah, it was a couple of years ago. Yeah, it took me until this year to finish reading it. I started it before it was released because yeah. the publisher sent me a copy and I was just like, oh, I can't do this. And then I put it down for like three years and then picked it back up and smashed it in like two days. Yeah. But it was a very hard one to get through. And then I've got a couple on the go now. Um, <laughs> yeah, I won't go into it. You're welcome, everyone, if you're still here. Uh, <laughs> Wake up. <laughs> Wake um, up, everyone. I've, I've read one book this year, uh, Animal by Lisa Tadeo, um, which is a story of an unhinged woman who just, like, packs up all of her shit and moves to the middle of the desert and uh, kills people and stuff. She packs up in time. She she has enough, uh, enough bags, enough room in the car to pack up all of her stuff before she moves to kill people. Yeah. What's that like? <laughs> <laughs> Can't relate. Yeah, but um, yeah, I and I really enjoyed it. the The ending of it made me like I was like gasping for air, sobbing at the end of it. Um, it's kind of it's like a twist ending, but if you know what you're like, if you you kind of can see it coming, but when mm. it does happen, it really punches you in the gut. Um, yeah, and I'm currently uh, I'm on my second book of the year, uh, which is called uh, "Crying in H Mart" by Michelle Zauner. Um, she is a musician uh, in a band I really like called Japanese Breakfast and it's her memoir and it's it's largely about uh, dealing with grief uh, from the death of her mother and her identity um, as like a Korean American uh, and like, you know, uh, reclaiming her Korean side of her identity. Uh, and yeah, so like I wouldn't say it's like largely relatable to me because I am extremely white um, and mm. my both of my parents are alive, but um, given the journey that I've gone through with like grief in the last mm. year, having lost several people close to me uh, and in my family, um, I've been able to like it's been helping with that. And it's also just like it's really interesting because like she's someone I really admire as a musician. So I'm just like, yeah, of course, I'm going to pick up and read her memoir. And it's really awesome. good. Like like she's a first time writer, like really, really bloody good. So I'm enjoying that. Um, we're talking about wholesome shit for once. Look at us talking about our hobbies. <laughs> Have you read uh, The Trauma Cleaner? Yes, I loved that book. I liked that as well. I Have you read her second book. one? I'm, I'm, no, I've I haven't. It. Uh, it's on my I've list. I started it, but I think it's a bit, it's hard for me to get through this one in compared to The Trauma, The Believers, I think it's called. Mm. It's hard for me to get through that compared to The Trauma Cleaner because The Trauma Cleaner followed one person, yeah. one story all the way through. This one is like a chapter on each thing. Yeah, and for someone with and a I brain a... like ours, that's like, ah, 
Like, it's very easy to get distracted and, like, drop the thread. Yeah, exactly. I have a lot of trouble with books like that where you go chapter and then it's a different person and it's a different person and you go back to the other person. It's like, I just just tell me the one person's oh, thing and I then tell me the other person's thing. I have, tr- <laughs> I I have, trouble, with, I have trouble with fanfics like that. So I haven't been able to read books lately, but <laughs> I have absolutely swan-dived back into reading fanfiction Um this year I love um, fan fiction I don't which, think there's any shame in it I think it's which good. again I think is some regression and stuff I think it's like because like when I was a teenager I used to read and write a lot of fan fiction um mm-hmm. I was very I very famously met my first girlfriend through a my chemical romance fan fiction uh forum online um <laughs> Um, so now I'm just like, yeah, I'm just fucking reveling in it. Um, I just, I get bored and I hop on AO3 and I sort it by the ratings and, you know, I just, I, for some reason, I'm just finding it so much easier to read that than books. Like mm-hmm. I, I get sucked Cause it in. Cause it doesn't feel like a book. Like it doesn't feel yeah. like you're, cause you can't see the length of it visually. That's so true. you can't be like, oh, I've only gotten this far or, oh, my God, I'm this far in already or, you know, the turning the pages. Yeah. And, like, when I'm reading, I want to be on my phone. So if I'm reading yeah. fan fiction, I'm already reading phone. it yeah. off my phone. So I'm on my phone already. So, like, it, it ticks the little it ticks the little uh, dopamine thing in my brain being like, oh, phone, it's scrolling time. Um, but what I'm scrolling, what I'm scrolling through is Dr. Spencer Reed uh, confessing his love for me, which that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> do you so you like um you prefer uh original character like insert ones like um, yeah 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 that's I have I, a, I um on my, well. on my on my laptop this is I'm fucking outing myself here on my laptop I have a I have a chrome extension that um changes any instances of yn to my actual name <gasps> oh my god <laughs> oh my god <laughs> That is the cutest, most unhinged shit I've ever yeah. heard say. <laughs> I'm going to insert myself into this story, damn it. Like, Oh, it's self-insert? I'm going to fucking shoehorn my way in there. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. No, Dr. Spencer Reed is falling in love with me. Me, damn it. No one else. Link me that, please. Me. I want to know. Oh, I will. Because, <laughs> okay. Pretty much the only genre of fan fiction that I read growing up and Mm. now occasionally on the occasion where I've consumed all of my latest obsession and there's no more, I will like look and see if there's any fan fiction. Usually there's not what I want, Mm. but I always went for for self-insert or original character. Even if the original character looked nothing like me or whatever, I could, and it had a name that wasn't mine, I could still kind of go, this is a brand new character. It felt like an, it felt like a new chapter of whatever i'm obsessed with it's a little identity you can just slip on yeah like i'm not i'm not actually an fbi agent but you know while while i'm reading this i am you're not i know right i didn't pass the could have fooled me (laughs) i got an ad for asio and said do this test and if you pass it you can like apply to become an asio agent and i did it and i didn't pass because i didn't have the facial recognition thing properly like i couldn't recognize the faces of people properly you should be in asio oh my god i I mean like i I mean like a cab but also how fucking interesting would that be Mm -hmm. 
Like, it would be so interesting. But I didn't pass, so I couldn't apply. I wouldn't have applied anyway, but just no. uh, felt personally offended that they thought I wasn't good enough to join their little How spy How dare group. they? You're not good enough. I know. Imagine getting rejected from ASIO. Oh, ASIO, we know you're listening. ASIO. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> this might like, be the literally. one time where we say that and we're actually correct. <laughs> can you, like, send me another ad so that I can try again? <laughs> oh, my God. Um. Yeah. Anyway, that's incredible. <laughs> now I'm I'm going to find the ASIO test. And I'm going to do the ASIO test and I'm going to join ASIO. Okay. One do step it, one step closer to being in the FBI. Yes, it's a completely different thing in a completely branch. different country, but I'm but getting Spencer there. Reed might need your help at some point and you can be like <laughs> yes, Spencer the, from the criminal totally, <laughs> totally real person, character Spencer Reed from the that television show Criminal. It could happen. <laughs> Oh my god, fuck. I I don't think I could hunt serial killers. I don't no, think I have the either. stomach for it. I would probably also, try and make them fall in love with me. I, I would try and make them fall in love with me or I would I would end up joining them. <laughs> yeah, I would 100% would. end up becoming a serial killer. Yeah, you would. Oh, I would murder people. I would love to murder people. I think about it all the time. I would not... Uh... I don't, I'm not attracted to serial killers, but I'm very attracted to making people that people don't like, like me. Oh yeah. I just want to make everyone fall in love with me. Yeah. If someone's like, this person's horrible and such a bad person and we all hate them. I'm like, hmm, maybe I'll go and strike up a friendship with that person. That's just the, that's the way my brain works. If I'm told don't do it, my brain goes, I'm going to do it. Yeah, like so I, I think, think I, I could. I I could. I think I could do that. Like I think I could fuck Ben Shapiro. <laughs> I don't think Ben Shapiro even knows what sex is. From I the way that he describes him. it, I could yeah. teach him. <laughs> Imagine if you did that. Like, I'm gonna make Ben Shapiro no, fall in love with me. I was gonna say something, but I can't because they're a mutual of mine, and I don't want to like alienate but anyway i'll tell you off air yeah oh i'll just tell you now and then i'll beep it out um dating oh ew yeah that's gonna be you and ben shapiro no uh, look ben shapiro is at least like not terrible looking like he's not hot but he's not like i would vomit upon attempting coitus with him He's like, he's like, he's just a guy. He's just a he guy. He's just a guy. He's just with a guy. terrible opinions. Yeah. And, but yeah, but like, I think I could make him fall in love with me. I think I could And then do you think it. you could change his opinions? Probably not, but I think I could make him fall in love with me. That's the important part. Um, but yes, him and like pretty much any serial killer. Like that's my toxic trait is the fact that I think I could make serial killers fall in love with me. Babe, you have BPD. I was waiting for that. <laughs> My toxic trait is just be, me being like, I could fix him. Like, BPD stands for big prison dick. <laughs> like, like I unironically have a crush on Patrick Bateman. Yes, I know. From American Psycho. Yeah. It's bad. That yeah, is a bad thing. But at least I know that you're not one of those people that will go and get Ted Bundy's teeth imprints tattooed on your body. Oh, God, no. No, 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 yeah. no. At least I know no. you're not one of those. 
No, 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 no. Patrick Bateman is fictional. Okay. Yes. Ex- yes. I, I probably am going to get an American Psycho tattoo at some point. I absolutely fucking love that movie. It's disgusting, but like, I'm not. I'm not going to be that guy being like, it's a satire, even though it is. I'm. I'm not going to be the guy that goes into it. You're going to be like, sad. it's a documentary about my husband, <laughs> about the love of my life, misogynist, rapist, serial killer. <laughs> but like, that's how these fucking. That's how these fucking serial killer groupies look like. Yeah, that's how they look like. I think as someone who's experienced those similar kind of uh, traumas, it's natural that you would have – I think it's natural that you would be drawn to these kinds of characters yeah. because then it's like – the way I see it is it's like your your choice if you are deciding to be like, okay, this fictional character who does these horrible things that have been done to me, um, I'm choosing to find this person attractive rather than, you know – not like you know I think I think it's like a sense of control and taking some of your your life back and your trauma back I think yeah even even not on a conscious level but possibly on like a subconscious level which is like why I watch a lot of SVU and yeah and content about that kind of stuff yeah yeah I'm absolutely more attracted to villains than I am to quote-unquote protagonists. Like, like yeah. for example, like one that we have discussed on the pod uh, previously, Joe from You. Yeah. Oh, there's part of, there is part of me that's like, I could change him. And by change him, I mean, not really Join change him. him, just be with him and we could kill people together or he just wouldn't need to kill anyone anymore because I would be everything he wanted. Like, like there is part that's, of my sick little brain. That's fucked and yeah, up. It's, it's, yeah. it's the BPD. It's the fucking it's the, trauma. Yeah, it's the BPD. It's the, it's the CPTSD, PTSD, all that shit. Yeah. It's all the acronyms. But I got to say, I know this is probo, but I agree. I think, I think Penn Badgley, not hot. Joe from you, hot. That's I'm I, the opposite of what everyone says. That I think Pen, I think Pen Badgley is hot, but I think he's hotter as Joe. See, I don't think he's hot at all. But that's because Not you don't like. All. That's like that's because you don't have my taste in men. I like True. I like the, the skinny white men with the poofy hair and the the strong jaw lines. And see, I still like some skinny skinnies, but yeah. Growing up, it was always they got to be really skinny or they got to be fat. There's no mm. in between. And now it's more like I like I prefer the like fatter people. Sometimes I wonder about the fact that you know that I am more attracted to like certain body types and stuff and I wonder what that says about me and if that's something that I should maybe like unpack or like think about. Probably. I, I have a little bit, and I think at the end of the day, um, a lot of it comes from gender envy. <laughs> I'm attracted to men that I wish that I looked like, basically. I I remember growing up as a teenager wishing that I was a dude and mm. because I was like, if a guy's fat, it's cute. Mm. It's attractive. But if yeah. I'm fat, it's not. And I always sort of rationalize that into thinking well it's just because I have a problem with my body that I wish I was a dude who you know but now now I'm like in my 30s and I'm like maybe I just really didn't identify as being a woman like it's just something that that I 
that I didn't understand at the time. But also fat dudes are cute. So Fat dudes are cute. Fat dudes are cute. Like I, I love a fat dude. I, I am attracted to dad bods. I have dated guys that look like that hmm. before. Um, I think for me it's usually it's usually just in terms of like unattainable men that I'm attracted mm. to. So like celebrities and shit like that. Yeah, they yeah, yeah. Same. Will, they will tend to be the ones that tick the gender envy boxes. Whereas like mm-hmm. people down on my level, like if you look at the people that I've like actually dated and like had things with, there is a lot more diversity there. Yeah. So I think like when like if I really wanted to look at it, it's more people that I kind of hold on a pedestal. I'm more attracted to them in terms of like gender envy type characteristics. So it'll be like androgyny and like, you know, being, being thinner. It's like, it's like things that I wish I was. Yeah. Whereas like people that I know, my friends and my, you know, my people that I, that I hook up with or whatever, like there, there's a much bigger diversity of like, you know, body types and genders and things like that. So well, yeah, so may, I don't know. I, it might still be problematic. It might be something that I still need to unpack. I don't think it's problematic. Mm. I don't think it's problematic. Like yeah. if you look at the people that I have been with in real life, mm. Mac is boy, beep test boy, yeah. um, Michael now, they are all different. None of yeah. them look the same. Not yeah. one single person I've dated looks like the other. But if you look at my celebrity things, like celebrity crushes or people that I'm interested in, uh, yeah. in regards to men, women and non-binary people, it's kind of like, oh, I just hit my elbow. Um, it's like up and down. Uh, I just yeah. hit my finger. Okay, cool. Spatial awareness. Sick one. Um, <laughs> it's because we're talking about hot people. <laughs> I'm getting all flattened with the flappy hands. Yeah, the celebrity crushes that I have are all very, very similar. So I will show you, for example the latest celebrity that I'm interested in and you'll go, oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But if they're like real life people that are more attainable, I guess, or that I have dated, they're different, completely yeah, different. Yeah, no, exactly the same. Okay, so this is something that isn't uncommon. That's that's good to know. I'm not a shitty person. I don't no. know. Maybe I'm still a shitty person, but probably for well, not for reasons. that. <laughs> not for that. <laughs> no, it's for the... It's for the it's for the thinking I could fuck Ben Shapiro. That's why I'm. <laughs> you want to fuck the bigot out of Ben Shapiro? Yeah, I want to fuck the bigot out of Ben Shapiro. Oh god! I want to peg it out of him. Oh god! He would love being pegged. I reckon. I reckon. Yeah, I reckon. He's probably he... low key. He's probably low key. Like really repressed. Oh fucking like He's a bottom. He's submissive. Mm. And he if someone wants... like brought it out of him. He would like actually like I don't think he actually enjoys sex because he's so repressed and like that's why yeah. he thinks sex needs to be really like boring. Mm-hmm. It's like, honey, no, no. What we need to do is I need to get you in a ball gag. Like, <laughs> I can fix you, Ben. I can fix you. Let me fix you, Ben. Ben should be. Let me fix you. <laughs> I hope not. Can, can everyone tweet Ben Shapiro? <laughs> no. If anyone tweets us at Ben Shapiro, I will. I'll leave the pod. I will leave oh, Twitter. No. Oh, that's part of the plan all along. Everyone oh, no. that wants everyone that wants me to leave Twitter, which is probably <laughs> most people on Twitter. I haven't been. I haven't been too bad lately. I haven't fucked. I haven't tweeted too many fucked up things lately. But well, I mean, the just long- wait until the release of this pod. 
oh, just wait until the sleep meds kick in because I'm gonna oh, have to Lord. take I'm gonna have to take him in about ten minutes, I reckon. <laughs> so we'll see how we go. You know, speaking of uh, celebrity and types and body images and stuff like that. Yeah. Something that I've been getting quite upset about in my own little head for the last month or so is the inf- in I'm not going to be able to say the word infantilization. Infantil yeah, infantil Infant- yeah, I can't say it either. I know what word you mean. Infantilization. Of- infantilization. Yes, of Brendan Fraser. Mm. I mm-hmm. love the support that he's getting from everyone, but mm. almost every post I see is them being like, oh, little baby, sweet little baby boy, little bitty baby. It's like, can we treat him like a human? It makes me yeah. so yeah, uncomfortable. Especially after everything that he's been through. Um, and I do, and part of it, I think, is also due to the fact that one, he's older, and two, he is, uh, he's, he's mm. fatter now. Mm-hmm. Like people are le- people are less willing to see him as like a you know adult like sex symbol. Yes, um, yes. And now know. they just see him as a little baby. Yeah, who needs their fucking help. Yeah, I love him. I have always loved him. I love him now. I love him in the Mummy, George of the Jungle, everything. Like fucking. His um his but- uh guest role on Scrubs. Um, yes. Uh, is one of it's so good it's one of the best things um like scrubs as a show can be very hit or miss um it's one of my like depression comfort shows though i will admit that like it's one of those ones that i will just chuck on when i am sad and just have it on but like his turn on that show was incredible never Mm -hmm. ever fails to make me cry like he was so good like he's a genuinely really good actor but yeah, like people, and he seems know. like a sick dude, like yeah. a really cool dude. I want to hang out with him. I want to drink a beer with him. I feel like there is. I'll have a glass of water with him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like there's there's a line, and a lot of people are crossing it. I think I love that he's getting support. I love that people are being like, he's great. You know, we support him no matter what. But I think a lot of people are taking it way too far, and they're like. We don't care that he's fat and ugly now. We think he's a cute little baby. Like, that's not me mm. saying I think he's fat and ugly. But it just feels like people are going the complete other direction with it. Yeah. To the point where it feels like a joke. Yeah. No, for sure. I think that's what upsets me the most is it feels like a fucking joke. Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. Exactly. Like, they don't they don't take him seriously anymore now that he's yeah, not, they don't like, see him as hot. a person. Yeah. Yeah. It sucks. And they're... They're pretending it's support and they're saying it that, you know, <sighs> he's not a baby. He's a fucking human. Jace is adult. on this soapbox again. Jace is mad. Oh. But you're correct. You're very correct about this. I'm just, it just, pisses I'm just me calling like, out the fact that you're mad because I know that you're going to fucking explode. I am. That was on my <laughs> list of things that make me angry. I've started. You started a list. I have. And we haven't mined this for content yet. Jace. Well, I didn't think I had enough things on the list, but infantilizing Brendan Fraser was the last thing I put on the list. What have we and got so came far? I think we should go through okay. the list. Here's my list of things that piss me off. It's mm-hmm. in my notes app. It's yep. literally called things that piss me off. Oh, that, that's pretty long. It is quite long. I'll just do a few of them. Uh, number one on my list is radio shows having podcasts. 
Leave the podcast to the podcasters. You guys are on the fucking radio. Exactly. You don't need this. You're on the radio. We need this. <laughs> Leave it to <laughs> us. Exactly. And this happened because we don't have we got money. on the charts. Yeah. We got on the charts once. Yeah. We have been on the charts once. Mm-hmm. And everything, almost every um, podcast above us on the charts was radio shows that have just been cut together without the music and without the ads and release as a podcast. I feel like they should have their own genre on iTunes that's, and That's on Spotify literally what I was going to say. It should be a separate category. Exactly. It should be a separate category. You should not be in under comedy. You should not be under whatever. Be it should under be under radio. radio. Yeah, please. Because <laughs> I know this is just a, just a sh- ridiculous thing to be angry about, but I am so mad when I see a – oh, Michael knows it too. Mm-hmm. Because if we're listening to the radio or something, like if it's a short drive and we don't have time to, or there's no point to like putting the, um, putting like a CD on putting or something. The, yeah, like. Or like Bluetooth. Music on. Yeah. Yeah. Then we'll just put the radio on. Yeah. And then it's always like, oh, don't forget to listen to our podcast. You can hear all this and more. Like you can hear all of this stuff on our podcast. Fuck you. It's not a podcast. It's the clips from your fucking drive show edited together and then released by some fucking intern who's definitely not getting paid enough. Yeah. And then you're charting because you're fucking... Because they're already <gasps> celebrities. They're exactly. already like big name people. Exactly. No, that pisses me and off too. Is- because they're taking slots that should rightfully be ours. Because <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm ours. funnier than Hamish and Andy. <laughs> we have been called the not male Hamish and Andy <laughs> by a couple of different people. Another one... That I've got on my list is the balloon wall guy. I fucking hate the balloon wall guy. I can't fucking stand that guy. And look, he's never done anything personally to me. No, fuck him. But he's a famous white guy that's done fuck all and it just pisses me off. <laughs> I hate him so much. I hate him. It's just, oh. I just see his stupid little posts and I'm like, I, I want to pop all of your balloons. And I know this is, I know it's irrational because he has not done anything to me personally. Yeah. But it just makes me angry. No, no, it makes me angry too. I fucking hate him. Fuck that. He steals people's tweets and doesn't credit <gasps> them and just makes balloon eye out of them. I hope he. And I, just posts them. I hope he steals my, I hope he steals my blowjob blow compilation tweet. <laughs> I'm going to use that, um, that, that, what do you call it? I don't know. Does it like generate um, balloons? The, the, the generator. Yeah, you're yeah, gonna the generator <laughs> that generates the balloons, and I'm gonna make your tweet out of those balloons. Can you do one that says I have best pussy disorder? Yes, I will, I will I'm gonna make a bunch oh of them and I'll put I'll tweet them out. Yeah. Um another thing on the list is ants, the creatures, not the movie, but fuck the movie too. Fuck. I've actually got that in brackets. <laughs> fuck ants. I hate ants. Fuck them. Why do they they get in everything? Why do they want to eat me? Why do they want to eat me? They fucking get into all the shit. They got into the cat's food and Ooh. I had to chuck all the cat's food out and go and buy new food. Oh. And do they just get, they got into my jats and I was really wanting hummus and jats and they were in my box of jats and I was just hummus furious. Hummus and jats I is like jats in the fridge our now. food. That's our that's thing. That's our thing. <laughs> that's our thing and that no one else that from has us. ever eaten. Um, that's like, <laughs> we, we came up with it. It's our combination. We like invented, we invented it. it. No, that's that's basically um, for context. That's basically all we ate when yeah. we hung out in high school. As, yeah, you got me onto hummus, and now I love it. I'm obsessed with it. 
There was a point in uh, it was New Year's Eve. You were having you were spending New Year's at my house. Yeah, <laughs> and we were in the New Year's. Yes. Oh my god. We were in my mum's bedroom watching the Rage watching New Rage. Year's countdown. Yeah. Eating hummus, eating hummus. and jets. Yeah. And we were like, oh, let's eat, let's, let's take a scoop of hummus on Jat and put it in our mouth exactly on midnight so that we can spend, because you know the whole thing, like what you spend doing, what you do on midnight is how you'll spend your whole next year. <laughs> we were like, let's eat hummus. This is how cool we were. So we know that we've got a year. This is how cool we were, guys. We were so cool. We were like 18. Yeah. Oh, I was 18. Yeah. Sorry. 19, maybe. Yeah. This was, was, I was, I was just starting to be a delinquent at this stage, I think. Yeah. (laughs) Hardcore. Ooh, hummus and jazz. I mean, did we have alcohol? We didn't didn't have alcohol, did we? I think. No. Me, no. No. No, I didn't either. But yeah, no, fuck ants. Stay out of our hummus, please. Yeah. Fucking hate ants. Fuck ants. And then another thing that I've got on the list is, this will be the last one that I read out. Well, it's a siren. Someone's coming to arrest the ants. Um, another thing I've got on the list is those little Converse that are flats but look like the Converse All-Stars. Like the Converse brand flats. You don't mean the low-top ones, do you? No, they're they're good. They're low-tops. I've got heaps of those. Yeah. But they're like – they're Converse All-Stars and they're flats. So what? like they, they – Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> this makes me angry. No, I can't understand this Hold concept on. because that just sounds like the stupidest fucking thing in the world. They look like shit. And I'm sorry if you wear them. No, I'm not sorry if them. you wear them. This sounds like a shitty idea. I hate them. It's shit. I haven't even seen I'm gonna them. I'm going to send you. I'm going to send you a little link mm. to them. I got my phone on. Do not disturb. Yeah. Okay. Send it. They're ugly. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm upset already. I haven't angry. even seen it. I haven't even seen it. Because I'm, I'm a Converse fan. As everyone knows. Yeah. Okay, that's that didn't come up with a picture. It came up with a 50% off sale thing. But anyway. Your, your Converse, I'm Docs. Oh, the... What? What? They're ugly. They're ugly. How would you wear socks with They're that? They're hideous. You would... The, this is the ugliest... Yeah. This is, this is stupid. I don't like it. I don't like that ballet flats are becoming a thing again. Yeah. I want to leave them Same. in the past, And I hate that they're please. trying to make Converse ballet flats. No. I don't like it. This, the... So ugly. Look at this top view. Did you swipe oh, a couple of pictures? Oh, that's disgusting. Fucking top view. That is just... Isn't it fucking putrid? That's putrid. I want to die. I hate And look that. at it on someone's feet. Oh, God. Don't make me look at feet. The... No, they, they're shooed feet. I think I... I fucking hate feet, but I think I'd prefer to look at bare feet than look at feet in these fucking Converse ballet flats. Those are the ugliest fucking shoes I've seen in my entire life. <sighs> Mate, when I tell you, I get so furious every time I see them either on someone's feet, in shops, advertised to me. I get so angry and I know it's fucking stupid. I know people can wear what they want. And I'm sorry if any of you out there listening are fans <laughs> of the Converse Ballet Flats. I can't stand them. They make me so, so mad. Oh, my God. They make me so mad. Genuinely mad. And while we're on the topic of Converse, mm. I started watching Archive 81 yeah. on Netflix, yeah. which is um, – like a, a horror fantasy um it's based on a really good podcast thing. yes based on the podcast in it it's set part of it is set in the late 80s early yep. 90s right yep. yep and there was there was a scene where they did a close-up on a character's shoes and she was wearing converse the um the regular low top 
Converse, right? Yeah. And I got so angry. I turned to Michael and I was like, this is fucked up. He was like, what? What are you talking about? I was like, pause it. Pause it. <laughs> I made him pause the show because I was like. The Converse expert has logged on. <laughs> yes. I was like, see that tag on those shoes? Those are the current tags that only came into place in the last 15 years. These ones would not have been around in the 80s or 90s. The, and then I Googled. I was like, I showed him my oh Converse. My I was like, this current tag, this is what they had on their shoe in the 80s. But that's not right because that's not a current. That's a current tag, not, a, not an 80s tag. And then I looked up <laughs> a vintage 80s Converse, 80s, 90s Converse. And I was like, see this? This is the tag that they should have had on it if they were fucking trying to be appropriate to the time period i got so mad. i was like sweating remind me not to watch tv with you <laughs> no it's fine if if the yeah. fucking merch, it's the, fine the, if you prop, get the right converse do in your show fucking job yeah if they do their fucking job it's fine yeah, yeah. <laughs> but thing is so easy so easy to buy vintage converse on ebay yeah just buy them and you'd want them to look a bit beat up anyway, wouldn't you? The thing is, they had distressed the converse. That was clearly an actually brand new converse. Yeah, because of the tag. Oh my god. I'm getting I'm getting <laughs> I'm getting worked up. Chase is gonna have a hot flash, like <laughs> My whole life is a series of hot flashes. I mean fair. Fair. But it made me so fucking mad. I was yeah. so I was oh, so angry. Chase. <laughs> I think you need to calm anyway, down, Jace. I think I, I think do. You, I think you need some downtime. I think uh, I think it may be time to just go and chill out for a while. Watch some watch some SVU where it's set in the present day, and they'll be wearing appropriate shoes. Thank you. So, Jace, yes. um, before I before I send you off to to get some some rest and relaxation done. <laughs> Uh, and I will also get some rest and relaxation done while I'm tripping balls, which I'm looking forward to. Um, I have a question for you. I would love to answer your question, Ree. What's the question? I'll, I'll do my best Jace, to answer it. Yes. Jace, even though I want to fuck the bigotry out of Ben Shapiro, <laughs> do you still like me? Look, I respect you for, for attempting to take on a mammoth task. I think it shows a lot of drive, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of dedication. It's about drive, it's about power. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yes, I still like you. Yay! <laughs> Thank you. Now, there's something that I should be asking you as well, but I don't know what to ask. Like, what? <laughs> hmm. What did I say? I think this is an episode where you said the most fucked things and I didn't. I did. I did. I did say some did fucked say? things this what episode. I I'll, say? I'll have to tweet about that, I guess. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, Ree. Getting my tweet ready now. Said some real fucked shit on this episode. <laughs> Ree. Yes. Yes, Jace. Even though I'm going to immediately run to Ben Shapiro and tell him that you want to fuck him. No! <laughs> Do you still like me? I won't if you do that. Aw. Don't. I feel like a fucking, like, kid at school. Like, (laughs) I'm going to tell them you have a crush on you. Don't. Don't do it. And then I'll tweet him and then you'll be like, what did he say? Just tell me exactly (laughs) what he said. No, tell me me how he said it. Like, was he, like, smiling? Was he, like, did he look freaked out? I'm going to bed. (laughs) 
Um, do you still like me? Not if you tweet at Ben Shapiro. If do you still you like don't me? Tweet, if you don't do you still tweet like at me? Ben Shapiro, I still like you. Do you still you. like me? Do you still like me? If you don't tweet at Ben Shapiro, do you still like still... me? Fine, I still like you, but don't tweet Yay, at Ben Shapiro. Night. Good night. I'm getting my tweeting fingers ready. No! I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. No! I'm doing it. of Do You Still Like Me, a podcast for the unhinged by the unhinged. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at DYSLMPod and you can also contact us at DYSLMPod at gmail.com. You can find me, Ree, on Instagram and Twitter at Remansel and you can find Jace on Instagram at Jace.Cordova and on Twitter at Jace Cordova. Thanks for listening. <laughs>